Holt's discovery boarded up Camp Crystal Lake, where they soon encounter a serial killer and his deadly intentions. This is Friday the 13th, brought to you by the director of Transformers. Oh, God. (laughs) I almost did my movie voice. (laughs) <laughs> just to, just to make it that much better this in the world michael <laughs> bay <laughs> some damn reason okay so i don't know what his involvement actually is with this movie but uh when they have a big space on the screen dedicated to in association with michael bay uh you kind of that just sets the mood for the entire fucking thing yeah no i was waiting for robots to come out <laughs> or <some laughs> light racism or well there was some stuff um yeah, yeah this is friday the 13th this is obviously the 2009 uh quote-unquote remake of friday the 13th whoa so mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> right off the bat um it's a it's a pseudo remake but it does combine sort of the stories of um the second and third friday the 13th movies uh, Two and three, and a little bit of the first, yeah. Just, just a little bit of the first, and there, there's some references to a lot of the other movies in here as well. Um, yeah. Right off the bat, we see Mrs. Voorhees uh, get beheaded, which is different, right? Or yeah. am I? I was like, I don't remember the the original very well. Um, but you know, she she was the original killer, and she got away at the end, right? Or no? No. No, she was beheaded because in the second one, when he's wearing the potato sack, um, the last surviving girl. (laughs) God, I feel like I'm speaking for all Jason Voorhees fans out there, but we don't like the potato sack. (laughs) And the fact that they incorporated it into this movie kind of pissed me off a little bit. (laughs) Look. (laughs) <laughs> there was there was a while there where that was the only Jason Voorhees, you know. So you need to <laughs> respect the history. God, I'd rather him be a kid, honestly. A little kid with a machete, <laughs> messed up face. I'd I'd rather watch that. Sure. Well, you like Chucky, so that makes sense. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, no. Uh, the last surviving girl in the second one finds the beheaded mother and her sweater on a kind of shrine looking thing and she puts on the sweater and holds up the head and talks to Jason and that's how she kind of distracts him for the dude that we thought died <laughs> when <laughs> comes back and hits him and oh, yeah they try I, to get okay. away <laughs> just right off the bat here i hate when horror movies horribly telegraph their this dude isn't actually dead cliche yeah. It happens all the fucking time. It happened in this movie. <laughs> yes. It just is. It's just, it's lazy. And, and you see it coming every <laughs> single time, especially, and it's hard to do, right? So you have Jason who is brutally murdering people. Um, all of which are definitely dead when you see them die. And then you have yeah. him kick uh, Clay Miller's head into a window with like zero blood <laughs> and you're like oh he's dead right like oh he just died that sucks uh no nah. that's not how this works <laughs> dude they can't decide. kill <laughs> they can't kill the actor from super supernatural right like you can't do that 
Mr. Sam Winchester will always uh, will always survive. <laughs> so, oh, and that's God. that's another thing that horror movies do uh, terribly is you have your big name actor surrounded by nobodies, and we're supposed to believe that the big name actor is the one who dies early. Like it just is not. It wasn't early yeah. in this case, but it's just something that doesn't um, it doesn't really hold up, you know. Yeah, no, I mean, I haven't seen this one before. I've seen all the other Friday the 13th, but I surprisingly haven't seen this one. And it actually surprised me that they killed off uh, Daniel Panabaker, Jenna. Oh, okay, so you actually know who that is. Yes, well, (laughs) I am also a nerd at heart. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, but she, she was like a nobody when this movie. In two thousand nine, uh, right. yeah, probably. Yeah, well, like I, <laughs> probably. she was probably in stuff. I don't, I don't mean to, you know, try to degrade her or anything, but I, I have a yeah, feeling no. that I caught that a little. So, did you? The best part of this movie, I feel, did you get thrown off by the opening cast of characters? A little bit, because I actually watched the trailer beforehand. Mm. Just to kind of psych me up. Hopefully something was good in the trailer that made me want to watch it. And that wasn't the case. But um, yeah, no, I was a little confused because the trailer shows the last group. And the first right. group was kind of going on for a while. And I was like, I, I, I don't think I watched the right trailer. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was it was impressive. So they, they do the thing in this movie where they set up the killer with a different group of people that we're going to spend most of the movie with. Only yeah. the first group of people last for the first 30 minutes of this movie. And it it was impressive. Like, I had seen this movie before, and it still kind of caught me off guard. Because I didn't remember <laughs> anything about it. Um, I didn't remember who was in it. Actually, uh, Richie was the most famous person that I saw, because I'm watching Superstore, and he's uh, he's in that show. And so, <laughs> I'm like, oh, this, okay. must be the, this must be the group of people, right? Like, I know this person. He was in Cloverfield. He, he You know, that just came yeah, out right I, before this movie did. Yeah, I noticed him, too, because I, I like that movie, um, As Above, So Below. Yes, he's also and he was one of the main guys in that one, yeah. Yeah, and so, you know, it's almost 30 minutes into the movie, and I'm like, man, this, this just shit is going quick. Like, they're pulling <laughs> no punches. People are dying. How are they going to extend this another hour? And then, you know, uh, Richie dies. He's the last one who dies. And then the, the title comes on screen. And it's a very late title screen. But I yeah. thought that that was extremely well done. Like, I think that's the best part of this movie is they set up what Jason is here to do. And they set it up really fucking well. And they did not rush through it. You know, it went quick, but it wasn't it wasn't like, oh, here's five people dead in two seconds. Like, no, it goes over 30 minutes and it. It worked for me. Uh, that's that's just my feeling on it. I don't know if you feel differently, but no, I liked it. There there was technically three different stories in this <laughs> in this hour and a half movie, though. <laughs> right, because yeah, they did told... like the opening bit from the first, the ending of the first one to kind of set that up, and then which they didn't follow the first one at the very end because Jason, I don't think, saw his mother die. <laughs> no, no, he so wasn't they... standing right there. <laughs> At least it doesn't seem like he was. I mean, uh, there there did not seem to be any sort of uh, urgency in that beheading. But um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So we we get that that initial flash of oh, you know, she got her head chopped off. And for people who have seen the series, know that like 
obviously this is going to center on Jason. Like the original Friday the 13th was not about Jason, but people do not remember that. Like I think classically, if it wasn't for scream, nobody would remember that. No, (laughs) (laughs) they also remember that he had a burlap sack for a mask. Like (laughs) God, that fucking sack. Look, the, the strangers did it well, so I'm I'm a fan of the burlap sack. Yeah, I just I don't know. Maybe it's because I started watching them after I already knew what George, Jason Voorhees looked like. Right. So when I saw the first one, I was stoked. I was like, "All right, that's a that was a really good movie." And then I watched the second one. I'm like, "What the fuck is he wearing? Is like, where's this? the mask? What kind of like, I was already bullshit?" Halloween's out here with a very high budget William Shatner mask they turned inside out, and this dude's got a fucking sack on his head. Oh, you know the director was pissed. He's like, Where's our mask? I'm like, yeah. Budget kind of oh, got I cut short. To... <laughs> like, what the fuck? Everybody else has masks. What the hell's going on? Uh, My friend then... sells uh, potatoes at the flea market. You want me to figure if I can get something <laughs> out worked out? I just love that even even then it turned into well I got this hockey mask laying around <laughs> maybe we can use yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> That's good. Very Jason, iconic for sure. You know, for the name recognition that Jason Voorhees has, he's been bottom of the rung in just about every category I can possibly imagine. You know, he just he's never had the respect from his filmmakers that I feel yeah. that he deserves, you know, when when you see the things play out, he uh, he's he's a quicker version of Mike Michael Myers, kind of right. Like, I don't even know yeah, how else like, to separate the two. Yeah, see, I'm not I'm not too big of a fan on Halloween, so I I don't really know much about the films. But yeah, no, I I can kind of see what you're saying. I mean, when did the first Halloween come out? It had to be. I think it was actually the year before. I'm gonna look this up real quick. Um, but just just to say real quickly, oh, it was it was 78 actually. It was two years before Friday the 13th. Hmm. So okay. yeah, uh, it it seems like in looking in hindsight, and I don't know. You know, Halloween has has the the John Carpenter name attached to it, right? Like that is That's that is true. his product. I don't know that there is a person related to uh, Friday the 13th so much. Like, um, uh, Sean Cunningham directed the first, and he's been a producer on a lot of that stuff. But you don't have that same, like, oh, he's the one responsible for this. You know, he's the Wes Craven of Scream. He's the Wes Craven of Nightmare on Elm Street, you know? So it's, I, I would love to know if, Friday the 13th was supposed to be some sort of like parody on Halloween. Cause it, it seems like it just has enough of the same elements and it's just bad enough that, that it, it, it could be that to me, you know, you like, do you feel that same way or. I don't know. It's hard because I, started with Friday the 13th and then I watched Halloween later. And so I almost felt the opposite (laughs) of that. I thought Halloween was definitely less than as far as gore and brutality. Sure. It had its, it's more subtle nature. That's for sure. But uh, to add to to my point, (laughs) you have the Jason takes Manhattan and then, you know, 
Uh, Jason X, where he's in space, and Freddy versus Jason, even. It seems Dude, why like, you gotta throw those in? We don't we don't pay attention to those. <laughs> I just mean like if if you look at the lineage, and sure, Halloween had some real fucking duds, right? Like I'm not saying Halloween three is a great movie. <laughs> Halloween three is a bad movie. Um, it just it seems like their divergence in past was Halloween took itself very seriously, and Friday the Thirteenth did not. And maybe that's how we should view it because that's going to make it better because this is definitely a campy movie, even this remake. And yeah, you have to just kind of come into it and enjoy, Oh, he's killing people in, you know, semi interesting ways or something like that. Uh, some of the kills in this movie were pretty interesting. I thought the woman in the sleeping bag above the fire was, uh, fucked up. And Oh, that's super fucked up. (laughs) Um, (laughs) from where I sit again, not, incredibly well versed in the friday the 13th or the almost 200 kills that jason has over the course of him um it seemed a little out of character he seems to be more of the like quick and painless sort of you know put the machete through your head that sort of thing yeah (laughs) but that was that was brutal and it it got two people killed with one stone kind of (laughs) so i think out of brutal kills the screwdriver through the neck was pretty gnarly because <laughs> that was slow as well. <laughs> oh man. I do. The one, thing, the one thing I remembered from this movie was the, the ax throw. And that was just such Legit. a cool moment where <laughs> this guy genuinely seems like he's going to get away. And it just Jason picks up this ax and just hucks it right into his back. And he's, he's just laying there. He's calling out for help and it's so fucked up, but, it was it was a damn good moment for um for what Jason can do even if you think you've gotten away you know yeah no and then as soon as he picks him up and flips him over and shoves him back on the logs oh. and the axe comes <laughs> through his chest that was pretty gnarly yeah I mean I like this movie it's all right it's I think what really really bugged me as I was looking or actually I was prepared for that eighties factor. And I really wanted it, but (laughs) as soon as I saw Michael Bay, all my hopes and dreams went out the window. (laughs) Sure, I get that. The only 80s factor here was in the the acting and the dialogue. Yeah. When that fucking, (laughs) when the idiot jock dude falls in the river and loses his gun and says, where are you gun? I lost. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Would, no. would anyone say that? Would any would that those words come out of anyone's mouth ever? Like, no. I think the normal response would be like, "Shit!" <laughs> shit and then you just try to look for it, and then you just run. Shit! Fucking goddamn it! And then you <laughs> 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 throw yeah. them all out there at once. Um, but yeah. from a, a story perspective, I think this movie also falls short because there wasn't. There wasn't anything. It was uh, Clay looking for his sister, who was part of the original group. And again, you're led to believe that she died. Only you didn't <laughs> see her die, so you know she didn't die. Yeah. And I'm assuming that Jason's keeping her because she somehow reminds him of his mom. Yeah, she found that uh, the necklace with the pictures in it when her and her boyfriend were looking through the cabin with the first group. Mm-hmm. She found that locket, and then the boyfriend's like, it kind of looks like you, and she like, does not, and he's like, you should keep it anyways, and then she put it around her neck, and I'm pretty sure that was the mom's. <laughs> so it's kind of the, 
it's kind of the sweater thing from number two. So he's like, hey, mom, uh, I'm just going to lock you in a room. Uh, you're not allowed to leave. And we're yeah, going to be I, good for a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't really understand it either, but that was what I got from it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know why you'd lock your mother up in underneath the house. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think maybe he knew it wasn't his mom and was like, um, yeah, I, I just need you here so I can remember her sort of thing, right? Like, yeah, I don't know. And I'm wondering what happened to the severed head as well, because that was always like a big staple in the movies. Yeah, I guess they just kind of cut that out, didn't they? Yeah, her, her boyfriend found it and dropped it in the bathtub and then died. That was the end. Yeah, which... I don't think that would shut off the voices in Jason's head of his mother. Right. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't <laughs> Which is kind of the reason why he's doing things and why he's awake right now. Right. Um, the thing I another thing I uh, did appreciate about this movie was they didn't they didn't ham it up with Jason himself. Right. Like there were a few times where um, she she calls out to him. Uh, what what the hell? What was her name? Um, Whitney. Mom? Whitney. Oh. Uh, she calls out to him, you know, hey, Jason, and then he kind of, like, loses it for a second because he's, you know, getting visions of his mom or, or whatever. Um, but there yeah, wasn't yeah. A, a, like, teary-eyed moment that went on too long where it was like, I forgive you or, or some bullshit like that. So, yeah. that I, I appreciated the restraint there in trying to because, I mean, we saw it with the, the original Halloween remake from uh, Rob Zombie, right? Like, he took things in a very different direction, and a lot of people didn't like it. Because they, <laughs> was, you know, doing a lot to humanize Michael Myers, and he was doing a lot of this backstory stuff. And sometimes that's just not what you want. Like, that's, especially with someone like Jason, you just want to see him kill people. And yeah, I you think, don't really need a new story. <laughs> no, like, I think this movie would have been a lot better off if they had, like, combined the two groups and like added another group in and just had him kill like a dozen people at a time, you know, find some interesting way for them to not get away because you know, they're not going to going to get away and yeah, rely less on the same tropes of, Oh, we're in a cabin. Oh, the power's out. Oh, the phones are out. Hey, let's call the police. Oh, the police is dead. Like that sort of <laughs> stuff that they do over and over and over. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, if you're going to watch a Friday the 13th movie, you kind of already know what you're in for is some brutal kills. That's that's all you really want. This as far as the story goes, it doesn't really matter. I think that's why they made so many of them is because people kept watching them because like, no, I want to see him fuck some shit up. That's all right. I want. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. Um, it is weird to me, though. I guess the originals, uh, the original one especially was. Uh, pretty poorly received um, again <laughs> coming on the heels of Halloween um, that's a lot to live up to like Halloween is a genuinely good movie and at least as far as I'm concerned as far as a lot of people are concerned apparently um, but people people still did go see it I, I think it was that gore factor it was a little bit of a shock factor I mean it was the early 80s uh, I just yeah. don't think that that works anymore we've had our we ramped it up with like Hostel and, and the saws and the things of the like mm-hmm. And so by that comparison, this movie was uh, beyond tame. 
Yeah. No, I was thinking too, because this moment occurred to me while he was on the roof of the house looking at <laughs> all the people he's going to kill, like a like oh, freaking God. Batman up there. Um, <laughs> and he just appeared up there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I don't understand it, but whatever. It, when he was up there on the roof, it occurred to me if this was a different, if he was a completely different character and it didn't have Friday the 13th attached to it, I think I would have liked the movie a lot better. Really? Yeah, if it was the same type of story, you know, take out all the Friday 13th stuff, the Crystal Lake, and just throw in a different serial killer, I think I would have liked it a lot more. I don't know. I feel like they would have had to change the tone of it. Like, I think the this... thing was... Go ahead. The the concept of this movie as it is, like, you would have to change things to to make this better, I feel. But the concept of this movie and some of the ridiculousness ridiculousness in it, I think, would have worked as like a Cabin in the Woods sequel. Like, lean into the stuff, make fun of everything, because there's a, there's a lot to make fun of in here. Uh, yeah, it's just it's trope after trope after trope, and I guess you know it is a 2009 movie. We have done better since then, but it's. Uh, I don't think that changing the killer, like let's say you made it a generic, like a new killer, like you try to start a new franchise. I don't think it's interesting enough as is to to pull that off. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I still think I would have liked it because I was let down because I had that Friday the 13th stigma in my head from the originals. <laughs> See, I think for me it, Again, you know, not a Friday the 13th expert, but I got kind of what I wanted out of a Friday Friday the 13th movie, and that was some kills and cheese all around. Like, Jason Voorhees got dunked in fondue, and so did everyone else, <laughs> and that's that's what it is, you know? It's just, it's just what you have to, um, after you, what you have to reconcile with. Like, that's what you're going to get. Yeah, I mean, God, I feel like this movie is older (laughs) than when it it actually came out, because I'm looking at the recent movies that were released around the same time, and we already had Paranormal Activity, which was the talk of the town when that came out, Jesus. Oh, yes. We had Triangle, which didn't get as popular, but that was a good movie, like Mungo. Triangle's the one on the boat in the Bermuda Triangle. I'm an idiot. I just typed in triangle into Google, and of course, that did not take me to the movie. <laughs> oh, dear okay. God. Yes, yes. I, I've seen the trailer for this one. I have not seen that movie. No, that movie's super good. And then probably one of my favorite... No, it's probably pretty much my favorite from 2009 was The Haunting in Connecticut. Haunting in so Connecticut's th- good. I'm looking at some of these other ones. Um saw came out that year again oh no that was no sorry that was the, the sixth saw what am i thinking um <laughs> uh drag me to hell if if we're gonna talk about a horror movie that uh kind of makes fun of itself and and <laughs> does that well i think um oh, fuck the loved ones is so good um antichrist like, oh, <laughs> oh boy 
Um, and then <laughs> Halloween too. Knock <laughs> um, the fuck out of here from Rob Zombie. From Rob Zombie. Um, Dear God. Yeah, there's a lot of bad in here. Oh, Splice came out that year. Fuck, there's a lot of good too. Um, so did the Human Centipede. <laughs> yeah, I just I, I don't think that um <laughs> that this even at the time I don't think this um merited much. You know. Um, no. And, and, and like I said, there is a precedent for that. Um, the so. When the original Friday the Thirteenth came out, it got nominated for Worst Picture and Worst Supporting Actress at the Razzies. Um, Ooh, that, that tells you something. <laughs> like that tells you how well this movie was received when it came out. Um, yeah. As of right now, obviously Metacritic was not a thing back then. Um, as of right now, <laughs> the remake has a higher Metacritic score than the original. Uh, the, oh fuck <laughs> that! It's it is a franchise that is destined to be bad, and you just have to live with that. I feel like. That's that's my personal feelings on this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jason Voorhees is not at all one of my favorite serial killers, but I I do usually like his movies and I understand what you mean by it's kind of just making fun of itself, especially when they come out with a fucking serial killer versus another serial killer movie. <laughs> because when Freddy versus Jason came out, I couldn't help but laugh. And that's and, what they did the entire movie is tried to make you laugh because it's ridiculous. Worst, the worst part is that um, Freddy Krueger is not, at least to my recollection, he is not someone that you, uh, he he's not a parody, right? Like Freddy Krueger was taken relatively seriously. Um, and I mean, he at least to start, he, at least to start. Yeah, he did. I just watched the first one, actually. But he, he throws some jokes in there. So, I mean, there's a little bit of comedy in there. And, but, like, but... his him and his actions. Okay, I get it. His his stories, you know, he kills you in your sleep. He kills you in real life. Whatever. Um, yeah. But he is not. Okay, so let's compare it. Wes Craven made Nightmare on Elm Street. He also made Scream. Um, Scream is a parody. Like, that is. It is a horror movie that is making fun of other horror movies. And it does it really well. Um, yeah. Freddy wasn't that Nightmare on Elm Street wasn't that. So it, it was just weird to me when that movie came out that like Freddy who, okay, he's jokey. Uh, I, I did not remember that, but now I do yeah. um, <laughs> is, is facing off against Jason who campy and cheesy, but was, I, I guess he was taken too seriously. I think that's the problem. He was taken too seriously and put into absurd situations and still taken very much too seriously. Um, so I guess maybe it does work. Maybe maybe they do work fighting each other. But I just remember <laughs> at the time being like, oh, man, I would have liked almost anything else. Oh, like yeah. Lions what about versus Leprechaun Jason? versus Chucky? Sure. No, Leprechaun versus Chucky. Really? Sure. Yeah. Oh, God. I thought that, that movie would have been terrible. They did do that. So on that that note, we'll have to we'll have to watch this at some point. Um, There is a what? Uh, grudge versus the ring. Uh, Japanese movie. No, there's not. Get the fuck yes, out of here, is. really? Yes, there is. Yes. Well, here's a th- as long as some other country besides the United States made it, I'll probably actually enjoy it. But yeah, it's it's at least worth <laughs> worth seeing, even if it's probably not the best thing we've ever seen. But uh, <laughs> so uh, here's a couple other kind of interesting things I wanted to point out about uh, this movie. Um, the <laughs> the short lived sheriff. 
who shows up, knocks on the door, and then immediately gets killed, was wasn't yeah. cast until twelve hours before they were shooting his scene. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, they were just like, "Oh shit, we need someone for this real quick. Uh, let's let's get someone, let's get someone in here." He wasn't the original cop that pulled over Clay when he was passing out flyers. Oh yeah, that's right. That... There was that one. Yeah. Okay. So they had two scenes. He was in there for one line and 45 seconds. Okay. Um, <laughs> and actually, so I probably should have read this before. Uh, Clay and Whitney's last name is Miller, and that's a reference to Victor Miller, who is credited as the creator of the series. So, again, um... didn't know that. He was also a writer for All My Children. Um, so I don't, I don't know what I to have take no away idea from what that. that is. It's, a, it's a long-running soap opera. Um, oh God! <laughs> here, let me see. Um, All my children has been running since 1970, and it ended in 2011. Jesus Christ! Forty years, four thousand episodes. Oh my God! Anyway, I thought thought that was pretty interesting. Um, and then Derek Mears, who plays our Jason Voorhees, also was a Swamp Thing in uh, DC Swamp Thing. Yeah, I noticed that too. Who else was he? He was in a different horror movie as well. Um, he was also in the Predator. Uh, latest, or was it the latest Predators, or was it the Adrian Brody one? I can't remember. I think it was no. the Adrian Brody one. Because this one was 2010 that he yeah. was in. That was Adrian Brody and Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. And fucking uh, Topher Grace. <laughs> God. Don't worry, yeah, Danny no. Trejo was also in that movie. Nope, well, that counts me out. <laughs> yeah, that's, that was not a... That was not a good movie. Um, <laughs> overall, I liked I, him as Jason, though. He had the right build for it. Yeah, and he was he was suitably menacing for that role. Yeah. Um, overall, I said last week, I think that this movie should come back because, or this franchise should come back. Um, they've been trying to do it for a long time. There was supposed to be a movie that was going to debut in uh, 2017 right alongside Mother. And if that movie was done well, that would have made a hell of a one-two punch. But... Yeah, it's uh, it's up in the air right now. There have been <laughs> there have been reports that uh, LeBron James is trying to get a hold of this, so his production company can make a new Friday the Thirteenth. Um, no, seriously. Yeah, I, whatever. Like I don't. I mean, there's not much more damage you could do to it at this point, I guess. <laughs> right, right. I think someone needs <laughs> to get a hold of it and just fucking go buck wild with it. Like, I'd give it to Jordan Peele. Sure, I um, yeah, I mean, I guess, but it's one of his favorite horror movies. Yeah, if you didn't know I mean, that little little trip for you. I think it's a lot of people's favorite horror movies, right? But like, you need someone who can. All right, let's give it to, uh, Joss Whedon and and his homies over at uh Cabin in the Woods, right? You you, they made something that you know took itself seriously but also was poking fun at everything. It was it was a good time, there were good kills, and it had a story that worked in the world. So if they could like capture that magic again for Friday the 13th, uh let's let's just call it a reboot. Let's just throw kind of everything else out the window. Yeah. And you know, kind of let's make a movie where seasoned fans are going to think that, you know, it's been um Pam the whole time, but it it wasn't or something like that. Um, let's kind of subvert some expectations for the people who know what they're watching, but also give people who 
are coming in blind or haven't seen the stuff in a long time, uh, give them like a feast for the fucking senses or something like that. Yeah, I could see that. Perfect world. That's what I would do. Yeah, I mean, don't don't give it to Michael Bay. Don't give it to. <laughs> Please don't, don't give it to M Night onto this thing. Please do not. just I give it to. No, just give Friday Thirteenth to uh, John McTiernan. I don't know he who was... that is. Oh, he was the director on Die Hard. <laughs> uh, the original Die Hard. Yeah, all of the Die Hards. <laughs> I don't know, but let's just give it to action directors because this one worked out so well. <laughs> sure, I guess. Um, to to the director's credit, the uh, director of Friday the Thirteenth also did the Conan the Barbarian reboot, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboot, and um, what I believe is the first National Treasure movie. So, oh, I like National Treasure, but I like Nick Cage. So <laughs> he was involved in the director's team. I guess he didn't actually. Uh, Oh, okay. Direct, direct that, I suppose. I should should uh, recant that one. Um, God, how many Texas Chainsaw Massacre reboots are there? I think there's just the one. No, there's definitely two. Well, there's, a, se- there's a sequel, and then there's like a, a prequel to... Or there might have been two I, and then a prequel. The, the beginning came out. I think that was the last one that came out, or they did... Maybe there was another one. Maybe that sw- wasn't a sequel. The the 3D one that came out. I, I I can't remember, but I know that I owned the first reboot, and I remember years later seeing that they were rebooting it again. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it has the same or fewer number of reboots as Halloween. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, because there's okay, so there's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and then there's Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Beginning, and then there's Texas Chainsaw, and then there's Leatherface. Fuck. Okay, hold on. Are there four? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if any of them have anything to do with each other. But Texas, okay, so if I'm remembering correctly. Texas Chainsaw and Leatherface came out a year apart from each other, or like a few years apart from each other. Let's see. Leatherface was 2017. Texas Chainsaw, which was the 3D one, came out in 2013. Okay, so just a couple years there. God, they're rebooting yeah, the, the one... Spider-Man. What the fuck? <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> and then the original reboot that I own was from 2003, and then the that beginning was, was in 2006. One. Yeah, I like that one. That one was I good. Can't watch it anymore because of that scene with the guy uh, getting dragged down the stairs and peeling his nails off. Uh, that hurt oh. me to say out loud. <laughs> I hope everyone appreciates that. Uh, it doesn't bug me as bad, but I know how you are with fingernails. <laughs> so, okay, I'm I'm just gonna read this real quick and then we can move on and end this show. Okay. Um, uh, a straight remake of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre was released in 2003. It was followed by a prequel, The Beginning, in 2006. A seventh film, Texas Chainsaw 3D, was released in 2013. Doesn't say, uh, I'm assuming that that was a sequel to the first reboot, uh, the 2003 one. Um, Mm. Oh, no, here, I'm sorry. Uh, It is a direct sequel to the 1974 film, with no relation to any of the previous movies. So, What did we just watch where they did that? uh, Leprechaun. 
Leprechaun. That's right. So they just canceled out all the other movies. (laughs) Yeah. And then another prequel, Leatherface, was released exclusively to DirecTV, which you know makes for a good movie. Um, God. Dear God. So that's a big thing now, too, right? Is um, the the Terminator movies have done it. Um, I'm sure there are other examples, but that's the first one that jumps to my mind where they're doing this pseudo reboot. I think um, uh, Candyman is is a similar situation where it's a reboot, yeah, but we'll it's also a sequel to like the original. Um, yeah, it's it's strange. We live in strange times, and I'm thankful that things are getting better than this goddamn Friday the Thirteenth remake because yes, I know it's technically better and it has better production value, but I, I would probably rather have watched the original. Oh, I'd rather watch the original by far, but that's because I actually enjoy 80s horror movies. I enjoyed the shit out of the uh, 1980 American Horror Story because they took so many things from the movies and put it into the show that it looked like a freaking show that came out, you know, in the 80s. And I actually really enjoyed it. I like that feel of horror movies. It's 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 a simpler time that's what i like about it though yeah uh well speaking of simpler times do you have any uh news for us has anything come down the wire um well like during not, huh? more delays <laughs> Eh, i mean a little bit some of this quarantine got some people thinking so that's pretty good. Uh, the dude that did Annabelle Comes Home is looking to write Salem's Lot. So okay. that could be cool. <laughs> I guess. I guess. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> whatever. Um, if you are a fan of the movie People Under the Stairs, the house is for sale if you would like to buy that and <laughs> see if there's anybody actually living underneath the stairs. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going down the list. Well, <laughs> um, the doctor dude, that's funny that we were just talking about what movies came out in 2009, the human centipede. Um, the doctor dude in that has died. So... You know, really paying respect to the doctor dude in human centipede. <laughs> um, not to, not to be crass, but I'm going to look up his name real quick. Uh, Dieter Lasser? Laser? Okay. Uh, I don't yeah, think his yeah. last name's Laser, but that'd be pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've I've seen his name before, Mr. Dieter. Um, he was in a lot of old horror movies, as I remember, and I want to say uh, German? Like, that, sound, that sounds German, but I don't know that I'm... I'm uh, basing that purely on his name, but I want to say I saw yeah. some of his movies when I was uh, taking German in uh, high school. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I've uh, I've only seen him in The Human Centipede. He was in the first and third one, I believe. Oh, that's right. They did. He was not in the second because it was that weird dude masturbating with the sandpaper. <laughs> yeah, and believe me, folks, if you haven't seen that movie. It's worse than that. He does uh, worse things than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I but guess yeah. he's a very prolific actor um, uh, overseas. So uh, definitely, uh, definitely a loss. Yeah. No, I'll have to check out some of his earlier stuff. 
Um, what else? Cursed Films has finally been released on Shutter. If you don't know what that is, basically it's a short end documentary on about how all the things that went bad during popular movies. I would say horror movies, but I know that they throw the crow in there and I don't count that as horror, but the first episode they did the exorcist and they were saying how it was cursed from the beginning. I God, I think like, I want to say like a couple people that were supposed to be in the movie actually died during yeah. filming. Like some weird shit was happening. <laughs> There's a and lot then, of shit and a lot of stuff that I, uh, it's pretty interested in. Yeah, no, I definitely, I need to catch up cause I know they released two more episodes just randomly. They were supposed to release one, but they popped out two during this quarantine. And I think Poltergeist is one of them. And that one I'm definitely interested in. Yeah, I think I'm going to wait for all those to show up so I can uh, just kind of binge. Yeah, there you go. Um, looks like we have a cannibal Holocaust video game being announced. <laughs> oh, that makes me sad. <laughs> I don't I've never seen it. I, I don't know if I should. It's 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 a sensational thing, right? Like it's um it's going for that shock value and and it was definitely at a time where that uh that could hit. Ugh. Yeah. Um I I have one here. Okay, what is it? Um David Bruckner, who directed uh, Nighthouse and the Ritual, apparently on board for a, another Hellraiser remake. I think yep. I think I've seen the the reboot of the Hellraiser, and it was not good. No, but um, you know it's a thing that's probably going to happen eventually. So might as well happen now, right? Yeah, I mean nobody's has original ideas anymore, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. On the bright side, um, the people working on the the uh, screenplay are Ben Collins. Uh, Luke Petrowski, who uh, they they did the VHS clip with the siren, and then they also did the spinoff siren. I believe they were responsible for both of those. Uh, so, oh, okay. I I liked those. I I thought those were yeah. those were good. Um, and then this is also coming from uh, Spyglass Media, who um, are doing the next Scream as well. So, oh, I'm I'm excited. Just from what I saw off of Scream Four, I'm excited. <laughs> there was a Scream yeah. Five. Um, it what was, was the newest one. Five, uh, four, four, four. Okay, um, yeah. I'm just really hoping they just call this one Stab. And then, that would yes, be <laughs> that would be key. Um, and, and so the good news here is uh, more VHS and, and Southbound alums, uh, referred to as Radio Silence. Um, are working on the screen movie, and then they most recently did Ready or Not, which I thought was a pretty damn good horror comedy. Oh, I still got to see that one. I want to yeah. see that one in The Hunt. The Hunt was wild. <laughs> I, I feel like you, not to derail too much further, uh, I feel like you won't like The Hunt as, as much. Uh, it is okay. It is very political. Um, it obviously drew fire right before its release as being. Um, too far in one end of the political spectrum i can tell you that that is not the case it is definitely all over the place and trashing literally everyone 
Um, God. It, it it is great for that. It, it's a good movie otherwise, but I feel like a lot of what it, it is going for, you're going to miss, you know? Yeah. No, I get it. I did finally see Dr. Sleep, though. Dr. Sleep is dope. I finally finished the book. <laughs> and then I finally watched Dr. Sleep, which it doesn't... I mean, it ha- like 50% follows the book, but 50% follows the original jack nicholson shining movie yeah as well that's what I saying. It, it tells that line really fucking well no it does i'm glad they did both and i'm glad the way that it was ended because me and you both know the ending of the shining book <laughs> yes and i thought that was that was clever because i'm i was wondering when he was going back to the hotel <laughs> right i was yeah. like um I well if i remember right <laughs> yeah but no i thought it was I thought it was really fucking good. I really enjoyed it. And Ewan McGregor was killer. Yeah. Um, I do want to give a shout out to IFC films, acquiring Dave Franco's horror movie, the rental. Uh, I'm, I'm into it. It's got Alison Brie and Dan Stevens in it. Uh, It's something I want to see. Uh, That's, that's all I have to say about that right now. (laughs) What is that? The rental? Yeah. It's, it's a, it's like another indie horror movie. Uh, It's uh, directed by, dave franco i believe and um you, you know me and my indie movies and especially like i love dan <laughs> stevens he's in a lot of stuff that i like um so i know Joseph jeremy Walker white uh, okay okay yeah i know him from a tv show on showtime that i've watched a lot of ah yes dexter what no uh, dexter's the only showtime show i know <laughs> I mean, as for now, it's kind of it's kind of ran its course. It's pretty old by now. But no, I was talking about Shameless. Oh, OK, yes. Shameless is a good. One. But yeah, no, that OK. Well, I'll have to watch the trailer on that. It looks pretty, pretty good. All righty. Before we get out of here and tease our next movie, I just want to say two quick things. Um, that Quibi thing has come out. Have you been hearing about this? The, the new streaming service thingy? God, dude, there's so many ads for that. What there's is a it? Bunch of, there's a bunch of ads about it. So. Um, it's a streaming service you can only get on your phone, and the episodes are less. Um, I've been consuming quite a bit of it because work has been extremely slow. And um, <laughs> they have a show on there called The Stranger, which I think is pretty damn well done. It's like a, a hitcher story. Uh, they have okay. uh, The Most Dangerous Game, which, again, I think is pretty damn well done. And then they also have that Wait, 50 States of Fright. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's a book, and it's been like a movie. So, um, it's, it's pretty yeah, good. I remember then, reading that. Uh, 50 States of Fright is their like anthology thing where they're supposedly going to look into like urban legends of, of the 50 states. Um, to that, I'll say uh, I think only the first episode is out. And from all indications, um, I thought it was going to be one episode per story. It is apparently the first story is over three episodes. So I haven't um, I haven't spent the, you know, 30 minutes or less or whatever it is to watch all three of them. Uh, but <laughs> so far, I'm not incredibly impressed. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, but uh, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll keep um we'll keep uh checking in with that probably. All right, Jeff. <laughs> Is it free? Uh, uh, it's for they're doing a free 90 day trial. It's like five bucks a month after that, but you get three months. Okay, that's so. that's uh, let's right. get the heck out of here. You want to tease our next movie forever? Yeah, so we're going to be keeping with the theme for movies that have 
overstayed their welcome. And I would say you're not going to want to sleep after this movie. That's all I'm going to say. True that. All right, Jeff. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Thanks everyone for listening. This has been That's Terrible, and we will see you whenever the hell it is we can get back to doing this again. <laughs> <laughs> Things have been crazy. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for being here. We'll catch you next time.